This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Real Presence Live. Um, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Father David Richter, your uh, co-host for the next hour. We're so glad that you uh, joined us uh, this morning. Uh, we have uh, some very special guests here in the last uh, hour, uh, and uh, Father Richter, well, the weather's hanging in there. We had to do a little uh, minor adjustment yep. to our to our tent here yep. because of the gust of wind, but I think we we should be good to go from from now on. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. The the mighty North Dakota wind had to show its power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing okay, folks. We're still uh, hanging on tight, but it's just a breeze. It's just a breeze, <laughs> and so uh, it's a beautiful day here. I wish you could be here with us. Uh, uh, at the Varden uh, Golf Course in uh, Minot, North Dakota, folks. It's a beautiful day. We're here at the uh, Golf Scramble, f- benefit for the uh, uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools Foundation. And speaking of foundation, uh, Father Richter, we have the immediate uh, past president, a uh, uh, good friend of ours. Yep. Uh, and uh, if yeah. Father David, if there was a... Uh, in my picture, if I had a picture dictionary, uh, our next guest, Dean Rubelke, yep. he would be under uh, my definition of a servant leader. Yeah. A servant leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Dean Rubelke is a, a good, good man. He's a member of my parish and oh, uh, yes. count on his wise counsel and advice. And <laughs> he, uh, his, he is a wonderful son who's a... a, a out at Richardton Abbey, Brother Simeon. Um, I usually have a Christmas with his extended family. Uh, his sister always invites me, so we get we get to talk business and then have some celebration too. So oh, wonderful. Well, uh, welcome, uh, Dean Rubelke from uh, uh, Minot, North Dakota. Yep. Uh, past president of the Bishop Brian Catholic Schools Foundation. Welcome, uh, Dean. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, and uh, gee, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, uh, I know that you're very involved with the, the diocese. You're very involved with your parish. And uh, so, yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I'm originally from this area, and uh, my wife and I moved away for, it was about 20 years, and came back, and... Uh, uh, we we decided that we wanted the class B, um, the, the class B school for our kids. We did, we didn't like the big nice. school, so we thought, well, we'll go something a little smaller. And we found Bishop Ryan. Neither one of us are graduates from Bishop Ryan, but we immediately fell in love with it. Ah. And so I have four children. They all graduated from Bishop Ryan. Um, three of them went on to Catholic colleges and. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm proud of them, but I'm also I am so excited about Bishop, what Bishop Ryan has going on right now, and uh, just the great facility that it is. I can't say enough about that. Uh-huh. Well, Father David mentioned uh, uh, your son, uh, Brother Simeon. Yes, uh, is a uh, monk at the uh, uh, Benedictine monk, right? Yes, Assumption Abbey in mm-hmm. Richardson, North Dakota. Right. Uh, where does he fall in with your four children? Is he well? He's the second son. Okay. In fact, my oldest son uh, teaches theology out at St. John's University in Minnesota. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they they both kind of came by it. Uh, I don't know how, but they uh, they, they both uh, decided that that was their path. Yeah. So, mm. and Brother Simeon, he's been down at the Abbey. I want to say it's it's probably going on eight or nine years now, and uh, he is just uh, he's very happy down there. And uh, now I think he's going on with his education. So yes, oh praise it's, be to God. Yes, you know, and, and exciting. you know, your your son has a vocations uh, uh, calling story as did as his father David, as do the seminarians, uh, and uh, uh, certainly. Uh, certainly, the uh, w- one story that comes to mind right now is uh, seminarian uh, Stephen Vetter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's at St. Wenceslaus now, uh, helping uh, Father Bob Shea. And in his uh, introduction, he introduced himself at Mass this last weekend. And one of his uh, comments about his story is that he he had it made. He was he was uh, making money in the oil field. He had cars. He uh, pretty pretty good living, and then he had a visit from his brother, uh, probably a, a seminarian or a deacon at the time, and uh, that would be Nicholas, yep. uh, Father Nicholas now, better. And the two of them had a conversation, he said, and when he left, he said to himself, I'm missing something. Nicholas, my brother, has something I don't have, and that's joy. That's joy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, at the, it seems like at the end of each of those stories, it comes up, there's joy here, folks. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and I, it's funny you should mention that, uh, Mike, because uh, my wife and I uh, used to go down and visit Brother Simeon at the Abbey. And, and when, we, when, it, when it came time to go on, uh, on Sunday afternoons... Um, she would say, Simeon, she says, you, you just seem so happy here. And uh, Simeon would look at his mom and he'd say, Mom, he says, I, I don't know if it's happy, happy, or he says, I can tell you one thing. He says, I'm at peace. Ah. And, and my wife always was very intrigued by that term, you know, peace uh-huh. and happiness. And, and uh, I think there is. Father, you can yeah. probably speak to that, you know. Well, I, I, I think it's true for everyone. Mm-hmm. I suspect when you found your wife and you knew this mm-hmm. is the one God chose for me and she wants to be with me and I want to be with her, there's a peace. You don't have to try to prove yourself. Right. Finding our vocation, what we were meant to be, what God wants, is where we find joy, we find peace. Right. Because it's not about what I'm trying to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. I'm saying yes to the one who knows what will make me happy. And it's not always easy. But right. um, to discern that and to come to clarity with that is a peaceful and joyful thing. Yeah. 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 Folks, if you're just joining us, uh, we're uh, broadcasting live from the Varden Golf Course in the Minot, North Dakota. We're at the uh, Bismarck, uh, or excuse me, not Bismarck, Minot. <laughs> we're in Minot, and we're at the Bishop Ryan uh, Catholic Schools Foundation Golf Scramble, and we're visiting with the past president of the uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools Foundation, Dean Rubelke. Um, Dean, uh, you've been involved with uh, uh, the foundation for a while, and uh, can you tell us how how things have progressed uh, through the years? Uh, uh, can you kind of kind of unpack that for us a little bit? Well, Mike, I 
you know, I, I think when I came on board, and it's been a number of years ago, um, we were more more involved in um, scholarships and and kind of general uh, uh, general support of the school. Mm-hmm. And uh, about ten years ago, we we came to to know that you know the one area where we really had to work was to retain our teachers and, and our, our employees. And so we started the Teacher Endowment Fund. And in the last 10 years, it's just, it's just grown by leaps and bounds, and it's, and it's enabled us to uh, somewhat help, help in that area of retention. And uh, I'm just very yeah. proud of the, pro- the, the progress that we've made in that area. And our last capital campaign was just phenomenal, the generosity of, of folks and the understanding of what we're trying to do here. Yeah. That that that's been a, a long transition, right? Back in the day, it was priests and nuns who got paid nothing that did all the teaching, and that's why there's all the Catholic schools. And then when they were no more, and you had to support families, uh, there's always the the difficulty because they'd say, "I'd like to teach at the Catholic school, but we can't take care of our family if that's where I work." And so. It's been, you guys have done a tremendous job in, in helping to, you know, stabilize that and, and get it consistent so that we're, we might not be there with the public school uh, 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 salaries, but um, we're approaching, uh, you know, and so we, we have had um, a, a number of former uh, alumni of, of Bishop Ryan that had been teaching in the public school that have now come and taken a job at the Catholic school because the salaries are more comparable than what they were before. And so that's a very important work, as we just talked with Lindsay, about um, having the the staff and the teachers and the faculty that believe what they're doing there is so key. And uh, so the foundation... God bless you, the foundation for be, really taking that on and doing such a good job with it. It is indeed. Uh, thank you for that, Father David. Uh, folks, we uh, are up against a break here. Um, we're visiting with uh, Dean Rubuki with the uh, with the uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools Foundation. Uh, he's a board member, and uh, we'll be right back after this break. Uh, don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio, with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started.
Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Live Drive Real Presence Radio. We're, we're broadcasting from the Varden Golf Course in Minot, North Dakota. And this was previously the, the original country club of Minot, right, uh, Dean? Yes, yes yeah. it was. So we get to play on the old country club to do some fundraising for the Bishop Ryan Foundation. And, and uh, I'm glad you're here, Dean. And, and you, you have a great uh, background in that, you know, your line of work uh, of how to prepare for things and, you know, invest. And that's, I assume, a part of the foundation. But your experience on the foundation and seeing where you been and where we are now what would be kind of things that you would say is a, a let's say a, a a very possible market that the foundation uh, wants to really pay attention to or how we would keep this going that we don't uh, make a bad step what what would should we avoid what should we really kind of look at as possibilities well father father dave i, I think that we can't become complacent and I, I think a lot of times we, we come out of these fund drives or these uh, campaigns and, and we pat ourselves on the back and we say, wow, we really did great. And then we forget about the maintenance that goes with it. Right. Um, we just, our, our last capital campaign, we raised a, an enormous amount of money for teacher endowment that, that helps pay teacher salaries. But I, I think what people kind of forget is, you know, we have inflation that's right now people have kind of forgotten about and now all of a sudden it's starting to you know, raise raise its head again. Um, if we aren't building our teacher endowment by three to five percent every year, we're not staying up with inflation. Mm. And and so that's that's one of the things that I think that people kind of forget. You know, they say, "Well, I gave to it last year, and that's fine." Well, you know, this year it costs us three to five percent more for teacher salaries than it did last year, and and right. so we need to keep up with that. And I. I think uh, just becoming complacent, and we, we need to be very vigilant that, that we're staying on top of this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, Dean, uh, I think we're leading into a, a, an interesting thing. I've been in the fundraising business uh, over 30 years, and I've watched uh, the statistics on uh, wealth accumulation over the years. And uh, I remember I first heard a figure of, 
uh, $3 trillion being transferred from this generation to the next over, that was 20 some years, 20, 20 years ago. And now, you know, that wealth transfer in the next 50 years is something like $67 trillion. And that's passing in from this generation to the next generation. Right. And, and so, uh, we as nonprofits, uh, Catholic schools, Real Presence Radio, we deserve to be in the hunt uh, for that wealth transfer. So it's just a matter of telling our story to these folks. And uh, uh, you, you mentioned something during the break that uh, caught my ear, and that is, uh, you know, an increased awareness of leaving uh, uh, Catholic schools, uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic schools, uh, Real Presence Radio in their estate plan. Right. I, I think I think Mike, when we talk about some of that, we, we touched on it earlier in the program when we talked about my son being at peace, and and I, and I think you know, uh, Father says you know when, when you're when you're doing, you know God's will, you're, you're at peace, and and I think sometimes, as as our lives start to wind down, we think about what impact and and what what do we really want to uh, do, to, you know, to, to leave our legacy. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, what, what better thing can, can you do than to support some of these great, um, great programs? I, I once told my kids, I said, you know, your inheritance is your Catholic education that I gave you. I, 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 uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't cheap for my wife and I to send them there, but it was worth every penny of it. And I hope that they remember that. And I hope that somehow they can pass that on. And, and, I, and I encourage people as they're listening that, you know, if this is something that, that sparks you, that maybe, you know, that, that maybe you can make sure you can pass on to your, to your grandchildren or your great-grandchildren or the next generation, it's, uh, it, it's just phenomenal, I, I think, that, that thought process. And, and I think it puts us all at peace when oh. we know that we're doing this. Right. So you, you mentioned uh, to, to leave a legacy. And what better uh, way to leave a legacy than a, a, and a, and the continuation of, of our Catholic schools? Right. And so uh, it, it, statistics still show, Gene, uh, or Dean, that uh, one out of se- let's see, one out of seven, uh, six out of seven, something like that, six out of seven people do not have a will or an updated will. Right. And and so there there is this continued education that needs to take place. That yeah, you you need to have a will for many reasons. You know, for for the guardianship of your children for one, and you know, health care directives and and uh, that sort of thing. And so uh, you know, I, I I guess as a professional in the in this uh, in this business gift planning business, uh, in, you know, we uh, I would just want to encourage folks to go there and. Uh, and and talk to someone, talk to an yeah. advisor about getting that plan in right. place, because again, there's a peace and a joy that will happen when right. that is all in order. It, it, you've touched, you know, Mike. Um, when we talk about a lot, a lot of people, a lot of the wealth today is in their IRAs or in their yeah. retirement plans. And if if a person has three children, and you know, if they give them ninety percent of their retirement. Plan and 10% goes to a nonprofit or to something else. That 10% goes tax-free, 
and uh, and, and they enjoy the benefits of that entire 10%, whereas their children, um, they're going to pay taxes on it, and, you know, maybe maybe we're not doing the biggest favor to leave them right. everything right. to. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Sometimes giving your children everything that they need <laughs> isn't the best thing yeah. for them, right? That's, that's right. Well, you know. yeah. as a pastor, we, we, I, I have two or three times have uh, brought in a, um, a Catholic financial, and, and it's to do a seminar about uh, estate planning. And then they, they will sit down for free to look at people's stuff. And, and they usually say, you know, is the, you, do you want to leave something to your church or to other charity? And I always, if, if families ask me, I say, well, treat the church as one of your children. So when you right. divide up your estate, mm-hmm. you know, you, through your church, your children received eternal life and baptism. You know, consider it as at least as a family member. Right. And and if your kids want to fight about everything, then just give everything to Bishop Ryan and then they can they can be united in being mad that they gave it to Bishop Ryan. But, there you uh, go. Yeah. But but to be able to have those opportunities to understand estate planning right. and and by just leaving it to be dispersed as it's chosen, most of it goes to the government or probate or whatever. So so that's a great blessing to really help people be ready. I, I think also I, I think I think that a lot of us when, when we when we think about you know and, and I'm going to go back to Bishop Ryan uh, you know Catholic schools and our foundation you know there, there's people across the state that their kids their grandkids or maybe a cousin or something and 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 I think you know if, if you believe in what's going on and, and if you believe that there's good stuff going on here and that we're turning out great product maybe it's worth a, a look. You know, and, and uh, I just encourage people a lot of times to do it out of their retirement plans because it is it doesn't hardly cost them anything. Mm. And it's it's just, yeah, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. You mentioned something earlier, Dean, that mm. uh, uh, someone's going to pay taxes on that IRA except if you give it to charity. Right. Yeah. And so uh, in the estate planning business, we, uh, we call... Uh, the IRAs uh, uh, a bad asset if there is a bad asset right bad asset that that's what an IRA is because uh, either you're going to pay taxes on it or your children are going to pay taxes on it but if you give it to charity uh, it it's uh, not taxable that's right and, and so uh, in North Dakota now this applies only in the North Dakota but I, I have to say this because it's quite a benefit in in that uh, you know, a person that's uh, 70 and a half years old can roll over up to 100000 of an IRA uh, to a charity, and uh, that counts as their required uh, uh, distribution, yep. and, uh, and they don't pay taxes on it. That, that's correct. And, yep. and uh, it's now 72 and a half, 72. Mm-hmm. The, the, they've raised, raised that, uh, the age. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big benefit. Most people don't realize that, Rather than paying taxes on your distribution, if you'd give it directly from your IRA to a charity, mm-hmm. that that is not taxable. That's right. So, and I was going to put in that plug in for North Dakota taxpayers. Yes. If they roll that over into an endowment, they get the they they get the tax, tax credit. The tax credit, forty percent tax credit, up to fifty thousand, or excuse me, twenty five thousand dollars per per donor. Uh, I just had uh, go ahead. That, no, no, that has to be made with non-qualified money. So the IRA 
since it's not taxable, mm-hmm. when, when it goes in, when, it, when it's given to the charity, that does not qualify for that. Mm. I see. But other non-qualified money does qualify for that tax credit. And Mm. that tax credit is just monumental. I mean, it's... Yeah. Mm. And again, North Dakota has that that, that, uh, credit. Um, Up to 40%. And it's not a deduction. It's a credit. It's a credit. Yeah. As a state tax credit. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, We have a couple minutes left. Uh, uh, We're visiting with Dean Rubelke. He is the uh, past president of the uh, Minot... Uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools Foundation. Uh, Dean, uh, any final thoughts that you have for us? Well, uh, you, you know, the other thing, Father and Mike, that we, that we haven't talked about a little bit, we've talked about teacher endowment and such, but we've, now we've started to try to get some traction in the area of scholarships mm. and how we can help some of these families yeah. afford education. Um, and, and, and that's, that's just another avenue that, that we're looking at to, to help out, uh, some of the families, you know, if you have three or four kids and you're sending them to Bishop Ryan, it's, uh, it's a little burden on the family. And so this is to help them out. And so that's what we've been stressing lately is trying to get, uh, the endowment to build some of that. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, that'd be fantastic to support them. Um, and, and take, cause yeah, it's significant. It's, you know, um, my 14 or 13 siblings, mom and dad, they trusted, but yeah, it wasn't always easy. Right. And, and uh, to get some assistance is a, a, such a blessing um, for those families that want to give that to their kids. So right. th- that's good work. I hope it goes well. Yes. You know, I, I guess before before we close here, I, I guess I'd just like to, to remind everybody, 11 years ago, we didn't have this golf tournament. Yeah. This, uh, where, where we're sitting here, was probably underwater. underwater. So, oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's great to be back out here today. Yes, indeed. Beautiful well, day. Dean Rubelke, thank you very much for believing in, uh, in the Catholic schools like you do. Thank you for your strong faith. Thank you for your time this morning. And all the best to you. And... Uh, yeah, are you golfing today? No, I'm not. No, no I'm okay. not. I missed, <laughs> yes. missed the deadline. I, That's full. You can't. It is. <laughs> I've had a lot of people ask me, "Can I get in?" And I say, "No, it's full." Yeah, so. Praise be to God. That's yep. a good problem. Well, that's okay. good. That was going to be my last question. So yep, we're full. Uh, so uh, you can you can bring us beverages to our cards. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can still serve a purpose. <laughs> okay. Well, folks. Uh, Thanks, uh, Dean. We will uh, be right back after this break when we come back marlo nelson a longtime friend of real presence radio will be joining us stay tuned uh, don't go away we'll be right back stay with us there's more real presence live to come on the real presence radio network